Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa. Sorry, Monday, February 14th. You're just all confused. It must be a Monday. Uh, this story goes Three way back. days and Mondays. Oh, I brought it on myself. Um, this, way back to when I was 15 and a half. It was in between my uh, sophomore and junior year in high school. And in California, when you're 16, you can legally work. But if you're 15 and a half and you get your parents' signature, then you can work. Yeah. So I didn't have any problem getting my parents' signature at all. They were fine <laughs> with that. Oh, they wanted you out of the house, I'm sure. And a lot of my friends were saying, you know, I'm getting jobs. We're getting jobs over the summer. A lot of people were, were looking to buy cars and stuff. And my dad was, was talking about the times that he used to go uh, snorkeling. I'm sorry, uh, skin diving with the tanks and everything. And he told me a lot of stories. My dad, when he would tell stories, he'd get really excited. He would he would get me really excited, telling about how we would go with, with my uncles and the, the great fun that they would have, uh, scuba diving off of Morro Bay and the finding all the cool things they found. So I, I just got this idea in my head that I, I myself had to get myself some scuba gear and do that too. I, that was my goal. So I asked my dad, how do I how do I do this? He says, well, do you really want it? My dad was like, yeah, yeah, I really want it. He goes, here's, here's how you can do it. And he was very big on you could do whatever you need, whatever you really want. If, if it's within your capability, you could do it. Just try. You yeah, my, try dad hard was, enough. my dad was going to put a pool in one time. All we had to do was dig the hole. Yeah, and, it's, and if you want it bad enough, guess what? D- there's your pool. <laughs> I didn't want it bad enough. Yeah. So... I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I asked about the working, and they said, sure. So I had to sign sign a card. Now, in the, the San Joaquin Valley, especially during the summer, that's when most of the fruit and things start ripening. And a lot of them ripen at different times, but there's a there's about a month and a half in there where most of them are all becoming ripe. A lot of the stone fruit, the peaches, the nectarines, apricots, things like that, and the grapes. But where we lived, it was mostly peaches and nectarines. And when they first they start trickling in, and that's when I put my, my card in. I was really happy to. I dropped it off, dropped it off on a Friday. And I'm thinking, now I've signed up for work. And I'm thinking, this is going to be a big step in my life. Really proud of myself. Oh, yeah. Proud of myself. I'm going to get my, my, hopefully get my first job. I go to sleep that Friday, and it's like 4.30 in the morning on Saturday. My mom's waking me up. <laughs> I'm going, what? Is the house on fire? What's, what's wrong? She said, well, Richland Sales called, and they want to give you a job. I'm like, great. I'll, I'll. Tell them I'll come in this afternoon. And he's like, <laughs> no, no <laughs> right now. Now? It's dark outside. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, now. No, and, no. You know, my mom has to drive me, so I'm not even thinking about that. You know, my poor parents. <laughs> yeah. So I get on my clothes, and I drive out there. And this is my very first job ever. It's an outside package shed. It's called Richland Sales, and they're doing nectarines. And what they want me to do at first, this is where everyone starts, is you start working on the line, putting the pe- the nectarines into the boxes. They have girls sorting them into different and throwing the ones that aren't good away and sorting them into different sizes and stuff, but making sure that only good ones make it to the boxes. And I'm supposed to pe- put them in the box. It takes me a little while. I'm spilling nectarines all over, but I, I finally get the hang of it. And I'm, I'm a, in charge of a few lines, and I'm doing this for about uh, three, three and a half hours. And I look at the clock, and I realize I've been doing it for about 17 minutes. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my, no. Oh no. Oh no. What have I got myself into? <laughs> and then when I had gotten into it like three and a half hours, and this is, I, like I mentioned, it's just repetitive thing, doing the same thing over and over. There's there's no real thought really necessary. Yeah. And that's when I start realizing, and I'm glad this happened. It was a nightmare, but I'm glad it happened because 
I made my decision right then and there. This is not the kind of job I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Can you imagine yeah. knowing no, you had to be doing that for the rest? And of that was a great motivator. Was the pay good? Three thirty-five an hour. Oh yeah, that was back then. Oh wonderful. And um, and it was during. Now it's the height of the packing season. My very first day, I worked seventeen and a half hours. Oh my lord! I felt like I'd been to a prison camp. Yeah. I get off. My parents pick me up. It's, they take me home. I stumble to bed. And I pass out. And it's it's almost midnight. And it, they call me at 4.30. i got to get up again. So not only do I have to drag myself up like four hours later, but it was the worst part. I dreamed that I was at work during those four hours because I had done nothing but that. For, so I dreamed that I get up. I've got to do it again. That's a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And my first three days. I've got like eight hours of overtime. I worked over like 48 hours in three days. So you made $4 an hour. So, <laughs> and I bust my butt for the first two weeks. And I, and this is hard. And then I, after a while, your brain starts, you start, your mind starts wandering and you're, you're making up songs to sing to yourself. Just anything, <laughs> yeah. anything to keep your, yourself safe. Would it not let safe. you listen to a radio? No, or anything no, no. Like and it was really, really hot too. And this was the kicker. I was thinking... I hate this, but I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit because I'm going to get my scuba gear. And it's going to, we figured out, it, I'm going to quit. It'll be about $450. dollars yeah. And then I'm going to quit. That was it. So I, I, I add up all the hours I've worked and I got this, my, this first check coming. And this was, the, this was what really sealed the deal because I got that check and I opened it up with such zeal and such enthusiasm. When I saw the total max, uh-huh. <laughs> first of all, I was, I said, you know what? There's been a mistake. That's all. And I, and I took it to the, to the lady. I said, I'm sorry, there's been a mistake. Look, you, you took all this stuff out. She's like, oh, that's that's normal. That's what we take out. And I go, just this time, right? No. No. E- every check. Every time you get paid. For, for, for how long? The rest, of, the rest of my life. And that's what I realized. <laughs> Taxes. Gotta, I'm going to have this, this lamprey on my neck for the rest of my life. <laughs> so when I finally read, I got $500. And then I said, you know what? My parents said I can't work more than eight hours a day. I lied. I said, my parents said I can't. And they were still working 16-hour days. Yeah. They said, okay, we'll use you for eight hours a day. So I went back one more time for eight hours, and then I just never came back. And I, I'm not proud of that, but I just, you know what? I, I made my $500. And the gray. I know, I know. No stick to Now, I had that $500 in the bank, and I, the time for to go get my scuba gear has arrived. And then my Uncle Clyde says, I've got to. I got a Ford, 1963 Ford Mustang. The transmission is out. It needs to be repaired, but I'll sell it to you for $500. Bam! Goodbye, scuba gear. That's gotten everything. is gone. So now you're not rotting. Yeah. Yeah, I I got a car. So that's how I got my first car. All right, we'll take a quick... Do we have to, you know... Yeah, go go ahead and catch you. All right. Lonesome Lonesome Bob. Bob. We're kind of low on time, but go ahead. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Try to tell this story as quick as I can. I've been away from home three weeks, and I'm driving across southern Wyoming now, headed east as fast as I can. But I'm here on Valentine's Day, apart from my beautiful wife of 50 years, because of her kindness. I was supposed to be home today, but my grandkids flew into Salt Lake City on Saturday, and my sweet wife says, well, why don't you just stay a couple extra days? and spend some time with them and ski with them. So yesterday, I skied with my grandkids at Brighton Resort in Salt Lake City, and today I'm on the road, apart from my wife, thanks to her kindness. 
that's, well, that's my sweet Valentine's that, story. You know, and that is a sweet story. That's that's very I'm nice. Sure, I'm sure 